Hey, welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. This is James. Uh, super excited. We have a, what would you say, celebrity? on-site? A celebrity? A field trip. Uh, we've been promoting this or, or teasing it for quite some time. So we're doing a a broadcast out of Backfish Brewery here in Pearland, Texas. So I know Alden, I know we've all been stoked to uh, see all the... the uh, just me? <laughs> well, you're the first guy I saw. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> To see the, the the inner workings, the 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 how the whole beer process goes. Yeah, where does beer come from? We, we don't really know. We <laughs> joked about it. Jan was like, uh, "Man, I'm really super excited to see this because I'm I'm like a what like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory because he's like you might catch me over there in one of those vats just swimming around just drinking all the beer." Uh, but we kid so. Let's uh, bring our guest in here. We have the the, the brewmaster, Caleb Wilson. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Oh, man, thank you for having me. discuss a little beer and barbecue and... Uh, Tell us all your secrets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a little early in the morning. I uh, actually do kind of like recording early in the morning. I don't know. Usually we're kind of like a 8 o'clock at night recording podcast, so I feel like we're much more focused and sharp and ready to go. I don't know about you guys. A little more spry. <laughs> a little yeah. more spry. Hey, you know what? I'm two beers deep already. Yeah. It's 9.30 in the morning. What, what do they say, <laughs> do though? What do, what do they say? You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's right. That, that exactly. exactly. That okay. So, uh, um, Caleb, how did this whole brew-making process or, or you getting into to brewing beer start for you? Well, uh, personally, I got into beer, I guess, like probably a lot of people get into barbecue, just playing around with it in my garage. You know, I um, I had a friend that, uh, I don't know if y'all remember where St. Arnold's used to be. Uh, before they moved into their big brewery over on uh, 10, they used to be in a, a little bitty warehouse, like off 290. Mm-hmm. And it used to be $5 to get in for the tour. <laughs> and you got three beers. So yeah. me and my buddies used to go down there all the time. It was a cheap uh, buzz on a Saturday morning. <laughs> and uh, then uh, my the guy that was taking us, he... Uh, he Played around with home brewing here and there, and I was like, "Dude, I, you can make this stuff." And so he took me to a home brew store. He showed me everything, and then I really just got addicted to it. I started brewing like a couple times a week, entering competitions, and just got to where uh, it kind of just took over. Uh, you know, pretty much everything I did re- revolved around beer, and uh, I was lucky enough to get into a job in the industry and. Uh, been doing it eight eight years now professionally that's yeah. awesome man it's very cool that is cool very cool you're Thanks. like look i'm not gonna like undermine your whatever i also got into beer at a very early age <laughs> <laughs> uh, different way it's a different i was probably i don't know 14 15 really found my love for beer at that point uh we don't and, condone underage drinking and and i do i do condone underage drinking i think you should if you're underage you should drink oh, okay uh, i'll cut that out no for sure you should you should drink because just like our forefathers did on the mayflower uh they oh, they drank L way back home. They drank L on the ships because you couldn't drink the water. And I think what 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 we're doing here is you're just passing on that same tradition, right? You're just hey, come. He, he's not giving alcohol to minors. Right. So great. That's That's not alcohol. No, but seriously, I mean, I, the life I'm, not, of, I'm not killing the natives. Right, right. But the life expectancy of those people back there were probably like dying at like 21 years old. No, you know, you're probably right, James. Yeah. But how? But they were happy. much sooner would they have died had they just drank the water. This is true. Right. They, they so didn't know about boiling the water first. Right. They, no. they got the dysentery and yeah. all yeah, that. Yeah. 
nasty yeah, it, stuff. This, this is a very cool process. It I, is cool. I, I, really I love know, the fact you that say that about the boiling the water, but we just went through uh, water boiling uh, just last this last week. week. That's yeah. right here, and we were giving away a ton of our uh, filtered water to uh, people in Pearland. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So man. they could uh, you know have drinking water and you know. Yeah, yeah, it's you know this is actually other our, than our beer, right? Yeah, <laughs> this is actually our first podcast since no y'all y'all podcast the other day without me, you assholes. Yeah, uh, you weren't just kidding. <laughs> hey, uh, so when you when you started out, what was your first position? Um, when I what what do you mean? When you got into making beer professionally, your did you start out as? Oh, thing. I I I started out as a brewer. It was a it was a brewery. It's, actually, it's no longer. They uh, it was sold, but uh, Texian Brewing out in uh, Richmond. Mm. Um. I uh, spent three years out there, kind of just trying to learn as I uh, went. And I was actually lucky enough, uh, Chris, the guy that owns uh, Backfish, he came to us and uh, was asking, you know, some questions and things like that. So uh, whenever it came time for me to need another gig, uh, you know, yeah, I called him up. (laughs) That's awesome. That's the deal. Like, you never know who you're meeting. You never know. Exactly. Right, right. You're always... Right. Yep. So have you ha- have you like relocated to Pearland or I haven't, man. I'm haven't? St- I'm, I, I make a drive from Katy every uh, day. Oh man, yeah. we got to get you local. <laughs> we got to get you local. That drive's got to be killer. It's not too bad though, because I live right on. Like it's expensive because I live on uh, West Park. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I just hit West Park Beltway and I'm here. But uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, it takes us toll some days. Man, I, I tell you what. So I'm in the same boat, especially because for some reason. The, the tollway was switching over their system mm-hmm. and so they weren't charging you they were charging you but they weren't charging you mm-hmm. and then boom in four weeks they're just hitting you daily with weeks worth of tolls oh, like yeah. god i was like 400 bucks i, I work in cyprus mm. so, and that's beltway for me all the way around you know what i mean yeah. and uh yeah, yeah it I, I know the struggle it <laughs> is real it's a good <laughs> opportunity to listen to some podcast on that drive that yeah. man i've gotten into so many podcasts uh <laughs> from driving it's ridiculous yeah <laughs> super cool so, so is that is that kind of the standard way folks get into to brewing? They're just home brewers and kind of yeah. A lot of times because there's there's not a lot of schools that teach brewing. There, that was a question we had. Too. There's more that are coming online. I think I saw um, University of Texas is actually doing some uh, fermentation okay. uh, science. That's stuff. freaking amazing because we discussed this last night. Like between the the schools that are teaching kids how to build barbecue pits or. The, the meat science classes at Texas A&M uh, where you can learn how to do, um, well, butcher, and you can learn how to cook a brisket. I mean, they're teaching barbecue and brewing beer in colleges nowadays, and I'm just super pissed off because they didn't offer that shit when I went to school. Right, right. right. <laughs> well, that was a question from, from our listener, uh, Urban Cowgirl. She was asking, if, is there college for making yeah beer. there's uh there's actually there's two big schools in the united states one's the siebel institute up in chicago and then the other one is uh oh it's a Cal- it's it's out in california i'm not going there so it doesn't matter <laughs> nice. but, uh, sorry john <laughs> he's from california yeah well we feel uh, bad oops. for him too. Too. No, he knows <laughs> guy. He, knows. he got here just that's why i'm good. here yeah, yeah. <laughs> With everyone else, right? right. Yeah, exactly. I'm bringing them all. <laughs> so, so my wife actually, uh, she, uh, she's in the beer industry. Okay. Um, and she does. It's kind of like what you, like a reverse logistics for beer. So they track all of the, even breweries or whatever else. They they'll track all of their kegs. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but mainly it's for like all the overseas breweries. Okay. And then they they will sort and warehouse all the kegs, empty kegs, okay. and then they ship them back to the correct. Uh, breweries now she does a lot of work for like even like 
like Lagunitas here, like in California, whatever else. And there's a whole bunch of breweries that they, they work for or whatever, which I love because she used to bring home like these crazy, awesome, like weird beers that were testing out. They, they would send like a case of beer here. Or we got the glasses, the pint glasses sent over from like Murphy's uh, in, I don't know whether at Belgium or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I've like, I feel like, I feel like my life's just really been about, <laughs> about trying to stay with beer. And barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they go together. I, they, they, they do go together. I love it. Yeah. So can you take us through like a, well, one is like the mindset or how, how do you, how do you change or make, uh, you know, you, there's so many different flavors they all offer and you're constantly changing over your vats and, 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 and go with it. Can you take us that process of what, what that kind of looks like or how that. Uh, uh, okay. For instance, uh, I know y'all got what best pairing at the chili cook off with our honey beer. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So um, I'll take you through uh, the process I, I uh, used to make that beer. Um, we needed, uh, it was, it was kind of funny. We needed to build up our, uh, our yeast pitch to, uh, for our uh, deactivator, our Doppelbach that we put out like, every november december ish area so uh i needed to make something kind of you make like a lighter beer to build up your yeast for uh because the more alcohol the more yeast you're going to need and especially with lagers you need a a lot so um we had one of our our friends here um had uh, some honey they uh they do bees and um they offered uh, to sell us some honey pretty cheap and i was like oh that's interesting uh, need to do something light, so I was like, let's do an American style lager. Uh, let's instead of an adjunct like corn or rice, I use the honey in place of that. And then I added uh, there's an actual malt that comes out of Canada. It's called honey malt. It, it just gives a little bit of sweetness uh, like honey. So it, it just everything paired well. And uh, yeah, that that beer came out like I love that beer. I'm kind of uh, sad it's gone now. It was <laughs> good, really it was good, very so good. good. I actually looked for it inside when yeah. I walked in. I was like, oh, they don't have it. We Shit. just ran out. In fact, um, I'll probably be brewing that again here in about a month or two. Yeah, and I love the name. The name of it is one one hundred percent. That beer is just cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, you just said a word adjunct that I had never heard before until last night. We had a, another question sent in from uh, Texas Brew Hopper, and they asked what your favorite adjunct is. Maybe you could tell us like. What is that, and what is your favorite? An adjunct is anything that's not traditionally in beer. So malt, yeast, hops, um, and water. So an adjunct could be corn, it could be rice, it could be coffee. Anything that you're adding that's going to give you flavor or more alcohol that's not one of those traditional um, four things, it's considered an adjunct. Okay. So what's your favorite? Gotcha. My favorite? Mm, man, uh, I can tell you it's not rye. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's another story. Um, you know, I, I've kind of, every every adjunct's got its place. Okay, it, different beers need different adjuncts, um, like that Imperial Death Style right there. Uh, that's got a lot of coffee in it. It's got a, a lactose sugar, um, milk sugar in it yep. to give it some sweetness. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm no uh, I don't. I don't really, other than uh, like I said, rye. <laughs> I um, pretty much I like all uh, to to try everything. You know, yeah, I don't I don't yeah. really I'm like you know turn my nose up to anything. Nice. You know, when I first got into beer, like light lagers and stuff like that, like you know, it's like, uh, do you really want to make that? But actually, that's some of the hardest uh, styles of beer to make. Okay. And uh, that's and also I like that challenge too. Yeah. I'm a log I'm I'm a logger head. 
Uh, <laughs> a lot of people are, IP, you know, hop heads, IPAs. I prefer nice, clean, easy drinking beer. Crisp. Yeah, crisp yeah. tasting. Yeah, that's what I really and truthfully, when I walked in for the chili cook-off that we had here, um, I we I I purchased a lot of beer that day, for one. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. <clears throat> but the one that I really, that 100%, I tried it, and I walked outside. I think you and I bought it. Yeah. And we, we both had one. We walked outside, and I, I drank it in, like, four seconds. And I was like, I'm going back to get another one right now. This is happening. And we also uh, we won an award for that beer. Uh, the U.S. Beer Open, uh, we won. Uh, we, that was the best honey beer in the country. Really? Oh, shit, yep. dude, that, I believe Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Wow. That is very, very cool. Yeah, my very favorite cool. My favorite that day was the uh, highest of fives. I was basically just going through all the different varieties of that. Like There was like the vanilla one, the guava one, the regular one. So. Yeah, we, uh, we like to play with that beer. It's, uh, it's, just, it's, it's a clean, easy drinking thing, so any flavor you add to it, it's going to come through. Yeah. And the, uh, the white chocolate, I don't know, did you? Mm-hmm. I tried uh, that, one. that one was fun. We were playing with uh, flavors, <laughs> and uh, we were like, yeah, let's try this. It's probably not going to work, and it kind of blew our mind. We're like, okay, this is a novelty. We'll, we'll put it on during like kind of the summer, or, I mean the winter months. Mm-hmm. Uh, that chocolatey, you know, flavor to it, but yeah. yeah we and we uh-huh. often we often distinguish when we're cooking barbecue, like what we would make at home uh-huh. and what we do at competitions. Because at competitions, you're kind of you're making it for the flavor profile of the judging people. So I was wondering if there's like one that you've made that you know you really like, but maybe like the populace doesn't like as much. Well, I wouldn't say the populace, but like you were saying, competitions. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like um, the beers have to kind of be put in a box so you've got to hit those certain guidelines and mm-hmm. things and you don't always want to do that whenever you're making a beer because i don't want mine to be exactly like uh like valentine's down the street right. i want it to be my own um so th- that's the difference in t- between brewing like for the market and brewing for a competition because a lot of times we're sitting there there's like 80 something categories in the competitions that we enter and we're sitting there trying to read through like saying okay well, this is a uh, you know our uh, Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. but it really doesn't fit the Oktoberfest um, style guidelines. It's more of a Vienna lager, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> We've got to make it fit. Right, right. We, right, we right, don't right. try to make our beer. Fit. Yeah. So, yeah. what was your what 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 was your beer of choice before you started you know doing your own brewing and stuff like that? Oh man, I was a I was a light beer drinker. Like yeah. back before I, I found uh, St. Arnold's and and, uh, and all that, I was yeah, it was Keystone, Keystone, Thirty Stones, Thirty Stones, man, Thirty Stones is it. cheap. <laughs> Love it, that's awesome. I used to be able to get the thirty pack for ten dollars yeah, and fifty cents. Thirty Stones, man. Hey, so, so do you do you buy Keystone at the house ever? Still? No, I don't. I <laughs> you know it's funny. I I rarely I wouldn't say rarely, but I very like I don't drink a whole lot of beer at home. I'm more of a whiskey guy at home because. Drinking so much beer will put weight on you. Oh, no. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I know. Now, I drink beer here all day because I have to. Yeah. But when I hey. go home, I'm, like last night, I was drinking oh, the Oh, because you have Trace. to? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, um, <laughs> it's... Now, I, I have to because of the fact that uh, you have to taste the beer through fermentation to make sure everything's going correctly. And you have to know when to raise your temperatures on your fermentation and all that. So right. I, um, I try to do all my tasting before lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> that way I can uh, get a meal and kind of sober up. Uh, you know, are you are you hiring? Right, I want this job too. <laughs> right, right. Take five applications, please. So, well, I will tell you one thing: the beer's not always pleasant to drink during uh, yeah, fermentation. I would imagine yeah. not. I, would, I imagine not. It's, yeah, that's that was kind of my next question as well. Is like, 
your your what was your first recipe or what was the name of the whatever it was that you finally realized like you know what i got something well now this is this, this is kind of funny my uh, first beer i ever brewed when i was doing the research on brewing they tell you light lager is the hardest thing to make and i'm like one of those guys like i don't like to do stuff i'm not good at so i'm like <laughs> if i'm gonna do this i need to go and just do the hardest thing out there and so i brewed american light lager and I, um, I'm a competitive person, so and I found out there's homebrew competitions. And there's one in particular in Dallas called the Blue Bonnet Brew Off. It's the, actually the largest homebrew competition in the country. And I was like, ah, I threw it in there just to get, you know, judges' feedback. You get, uh, sure. you know, yeah, score yeah. sheets yeah. back and everything. And I ended up getting a, a silver medal, <laughs> like, out of the gate. And that's kind of the reason that sparked my, uh, in, like, intensity. Like, you knew you had something. Yeah, like, I was I like, okay, I, yeah. I, if I can do the uh, take the hardest style the first time around and uh, you know knock it out of the park. And with how much experience at this point? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Right. Ex- uh, just reading in theory. And that you can almost equate that to um, your first barbecue competition. Sure. I was going to say we were sure. get that sure. first walk, a right? first place yeah. brisket. You're like, I mean, you're hooked. Or even the, yeah, top ten, a yeah. top ten brisket. You get right that there. first walk, and you're like, oh, I'm hooked. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. You're like, exactly. I will do this till the day yeah. I die. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like I am the greatest cook right. ever. Which, so, it's it, uh, also I'm telling you another analogy. It would be like golf, right? Golf is uh, one of those sports that you could hit 99 bad shots, but all it takes is that one good shot, and you're like, I'll be back next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> right. Chasing right. it. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, t- take us through. So right now we're we're sitting in your your your, your yeah. brewery, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, I see all the different vats you have here uh, going across. Now, when I first walked in, I was like, "Oh, each one has beer in it," but right. I don't think it does, right? No, each um, one is a, a, a step or a process, right? Yeah. Uh, I well, all of our fermenters are full of beer. Those are the ones over there in the corner. We uh, we have a thirty barrel brew house, so it. Um, I have the uh, capacity to make about a thousand gallons of beer every time I brew. Yeah. Our uh, fermenters, we have four that are uh, uh, 30 barrels, which, you know, hold that. And then we have two that are 60 barrels. So I can brew double batches into those. And that's like our most popular stuff, you know, just to keep it on hand. Um, but yeah, and then I've got a, a back in the corner, I've got a little uh, pilot system. So uh, stuff for um, the tap room, I can um, I can turn over. It's um, thirty gallons at a time. Okay. So I'm always like making small batches for the just the tap room. Yep. So when people you know our regular stuff come in, there's all, there should you know normally at least once a week something new on tap. Nice. That's cool, nice. man. So what I mean to kind of piggyback off that, what's your daily process like? So you show up kind of in the life of a brewmaster when you show up in the morning. What, what, What's the first thing you go to, uh, and what do you do well, it, throughout the day? If it's not a brew day, um, normally I'm coming in first thing. I'm checking all uh, the beers that are fermenting, getting the gravities and stuff. That which means how much you know sugar still left in the uh, beer because you know sugar makes alcohol. Um, I'm checking all those. I'm tasting and make sure everything is going um, you know like it's supposed to be. Um, you know. We're, I'm checking our cells going out, making sure our uh, kegs <laughs> yeah. and everything are uh, ready to go. Um, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. And uh, but like on a brew day, I'm here at 5 a.m. to get started. I'm, uh, I'm drinking coffee while I'm mashing in. Yep. Uh, that's like a 12-hour day right there. Just when, are, when are your brew days? I normally I brew once or twice a week on the yeah. big system, and um, it it's just 
depends on where I can fit it in. I've, I've, I'm the only brewer here. I've got a cellarman that helps me out, but yeah, it's a lot of. That's your that's your biggest work days, your brew days. Yeah, that's that's the most difficult. It's the yeah. most physical because you know I've got to throw all the grain, then I've got to get it all out of the mash tun uh, by hand. <laughs> yeah, it's, and we're talking like uh, two to three thousand pounds worth of grain. And you have no oompa loompas. <laughs> no oompa loompas. No, I am the oompa loompa right. and uh, and the. Uh, yeah, Alden's like I got an outfit. At so home. Right. we have we have a routine, I guess uh, not really segment, but a routine routine thing that goes on during the podcast uh, and it, all these barbecue comp, com, compete co- competitions. Words, you got words. It. words are, are difficult. I'm already two beers deep, and <laughs> I'm having trouble with words. Um, yeah. Barbecue fails. So I, I'm sure in the brewing process, there's probably a lot of beer fails with you. Any notable story? Um, just crazy off the wall beer fails on your end oh yeah man uh like especially like our small system because i i don't get on it as regular as i do the big system i'm actually bigger on i i can make a thousand gallons of beer a lot better than i can make 30 gallons of beer believe that or not (laughs) uh but um one day i was brewing um it was actually last year we were getting ready for our anniversary party and i was brewing our past anniversary beers to have on tap and so we could do a, a like a lineup of all the anniversary beers, and uh, I had cleaned the fermenter and everything. Well, I didn't close the valve on the bottom of the fermenter, so when I pumped the beer over, it just went right back down the drain. Oh. I got ready to pitch the yeast, and I go over there to it, and I look in there, and I'm like, "Where is the beer? <laughs> where, did, where did it go?" Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It went right into the sewer. That's yeah. not oh, good. My That's goodness. not good at all. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Goodness. I'd probably have to say that was. I mean, well, a couple of weeks ago, I was joking about rye malt. Um, rye malt doesn't have a husk, and it's it's got a it's it can get real gelatinous, and so uh, we were doing a imperial uh, red uh, rye IPA, and it had a lot of rye in it, and it just like I got what you call a stuck mash, so it just just became a huge like mass that would not let water pass through. All so, congealed? Yeah, so yeah. like a normal 12-hour day turned into an 18-hour day. Ugh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That sounds bad. What about the worst beer you ever brewed? That just went down the drain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever saw that. That didn't <laughs> happen, James. If it, yeah, if, yeah, if I tell you something and it's not to spec, yeah. I'm not going to put it out there. I don't want to tarnish our name. So I, I've got, and, and maybe this is a lot for a different, a lot of brewmasters, whatever else. It, and, and take the, the beer I just drank just now, which is, by the way, strong, super good. <laughs> Thank you. That's the one uh, that was recommended by uh, a good uh, friend of ours, Josh. You know, Josh uh, from the Skate Ring. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He recommended. Um, shout out to him. Big, big uh, fan of the show. He recommended the the Imperial Stout. He's like, gotta try that. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. He loves the stouts. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, my, my, I guess my my thing is. Let's say you brew this one time, right? And it has has the notes, it has the flavor, it tastes the same, right? You go back and brew it again. It, I almost equate this like making a brisket. Like I know the seasonings and, and my technique. My brisket always comes out. A, it has a certain flavor, it has a certain, right? But does each one bring on a life of its own? Does each batch, even though it's the same brand, the same, the highest of five, or what was this called again? This was the... Imperial Stout. Imperial Stout. Uh, the Imperial Death Stout. Yeah. yeah. So does, does this one... Um, does each batch differ from the other a little bit or no? Well, we try not to. Like, if we're rebrewing something, yeah. I want it to be exactly like you tasted the last time you drank it. I might tweak things just because I want to make it better, you know, just a little bit. But 
all that um, testing and stuff, we try to get out of the way in the pilot system. So I, I pilot brew everything to try to test it out, get my recipes down. Yeah. And then, but once it's on the big system, if I'm going to brew it consistently, uh, you want it consistent. You want it yeah. the same every time. And, to, okay. and to, okay. to, to go along with what Jan's saying, I think what, what he's trying to say, there's a lot of variables that go into cooking. You know, you're dealing with your fire and so much different stuff. Is it more controlled when you're, when you're brewing? Uh, I mean, it yes is. and no. I mean... Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm dealing with water pHs, and I'm, I'm actually, we build our water here from scratch, so I RO everything, and then I actually add the um, the water salts in to, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a water recipe, you know, yeah, yeah. because each beer has its own water profile. That's the reason, you know, you get certain beers from certain parts of the world, because of their water and their ingredients actually, you know, that's what they have. The minerals or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yep. we try to mimic that with uh, building um, our water profiles to match that, uh, mash-in temperatures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We try to keep all that consistent. I mean, we try to do the same exact right, thing. Right. I mean, you get variables, you know, here and there. Like um, the other week when it froze, man, I had to come <laughs> in here and uh, warm up all our fermenters because fermentation slowed way down because yeah. we don't we don't have any heaters or air conditioning in here. Did you lose anything as far as beer? No, we didn't we didn't lose anything, but with uh, a couple of them are going to be you know, take a little bit long. <laughs> well, not different, but just a little bit longer to finish gotcha. out. Yeah, cuz yeast like to uh, ferment at a certain temperature and if it gets too low, they like to go to sleep, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're they're dormant. just in alcohol, so right. uh, yeah, yeah, they're drunk and asleep. <laughs> so the amount of time it takes that's from start to finish to, to once you start a process to brew, to fermentation, to where you're serving, like I say, you're making a thousand gallons. Mm-hmm. How, how long does that take? Grain to glass, like uh, like a highest of fives, I can turn that beer over in two two and a half weeks. Okay. Um, okay. Grain to glass, I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's solid. Uh, we're probably called the name yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but like lagers, yeah. those those take longer. Those are fermented in the fifties. They they're slower, cleaner fermentation. Um, those can take anywhere from a month and a half to three months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. What about what, what you got going on right here? So uh, the barrels that you see here, uh, we, uh, we acquired these from uh, Yellow Rose uh, Distillery yeah. here in Houston. Yeah. And uh, we filled them with an Imperial Stout. And actually, that, that beer is about ready. Uh, we're going to be... Uh, packaging that in a week or two I really guess. let's just open it now it's fine <laughs> <laughs> but uh that that beer's uh we just posted about it on our social media it's uh, called shark side of the moon i like the name by the way it's yeah. awesome and uh yeah it's a it's a big 12.3 percent beer oh wow. this sounds amazing i love it are these the years that it's been sitting no or they're it's, the years it's that barrel age no oh it's uh on the tags it's just when we uh when we actually filled them oh and uh one two three four mm-hmm. oh. and we just numbered them oh, oh so not years <laughs> no 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 oh we were thinking years uh yeah, yeah the yr is yeah. a yellow rose because uh, i've got a couple of uh okay. behind them i've got a couple of breckenridge barrels okay, okay. a friend oh, nice. of ours yeah. muled down for us from uh colorado <laughs> okay okay all right got another question from a listener this is from big yeah. al big uh, al yep and he asked uh, with all the popularity of the the seltzers booming and whatnot has that changed what you guys are doing you guys just have seltzers we, we do we do a seltzer um when i started uh, here uh, my chris our owner he was like hey man i got a project i'm like what is it he's like uh, we, i want to get a seltzer going i was like oh great yeah <laughs> but uh it, you know what other than uh, like light lager that's a a big uh you know it's a pain to make because 
there's nothing to it with the sugar that you have to ferment there's no um, nutrients for the yeast so we have to uh, kind of feed the yeast to get it to actually make the alcohol from the um, sugar and yeah it's it's I like mean, activating you have to activate the yeast or you have not to... not really activate like uh, yeast need like zinc and um, a couple other nutrients to perform yep. you know and uh, so you've got in beer the grain gives most of that okay. like it has it okay. in it you know nitrogen and all that but um with seltzer there's nothing there okay it's kind of like honey like too uh there's just no nutrients so you've got to add that in to uh you know get it and it's 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 an interesting process it's not like beer making right right is it would it be lucrative at all for you to do it there's there's just no we we actually do we uh we package uh our uh, hard seltzer line is called uh, swim shady yeah, oh, I have seen that mm-hmm. in there. I have seen that. It's I just tried the, uh, the guava version. Yeah, the yeah. guava. Passion fruit guava. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I know the ladies like the seltzers for yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. A, you know what? I was kind of against it until one day I kind of wo- walked in. I uh, was in here and I had a little bit of a hangover. And uh, I poured a glass of that and, and you know, sipped on it. I was like, all right. They kind of, I, I see the place. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not bad, man. <laughs> like, you know, I like the Bud Light seltzers. I, I like the Trulies. I like... You know, when I run out of beer at home, there's not a lot of stuff I won't drink. So, um, <laughs> but the, but the seltzers are pretty good, man. I enjoy them. So you guys are approaching a yearly anniversary, correct? Yes, uh, we're coming up on our fifth anniversary. Okay, awesome. Hey. Y'all have any big plans for the fifth anniversary? Uh, we do, man. the uh, The weekend of um, what March twelfth is uh, our uh, anniversary weekend. We got a couple things going on. Uh, like that Friday, we're doing a beer. We're doing a beer release on that Friday and Saturday. We have turtle races and stuff on Friday night, which should be fun. <laughs> turtle races, turtle races. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. <clears throat> how, do, um, how do I enter that? I know I'll win. Oh, uh, I think, I can, show out, I, think up, I can outrun a turtle. Yeah, uh, you know, have to wear know. a shell. Oh, but, okay. uh, but no, uh, and then Saturday we got a bunch of other activities. We're gonna have live music, food trucks out. Uh, the that red rye IPA will be uh, released, and uh, we're gonna have axe throwing out from uh, the axe throwing place down the street, and and then that we're, we're gonna make it a whole weekend actually because uh, Sunday we're doing a farmers market, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. What weekend is that? It's uh, March twelfth. Uh, weekend that weekend okay yeah. cool. so a couple weeks out alcohol and axes i love that, oh, that yeah, sounds- and, and also uh on friday we're releasing um we did a homebrew competition and um the first place winner uh we got to brew a big batch which was the uh the rye ipa and then the second place we're releasing that beer on friday it's just a small batch but it was a wheat wine mm. that we did he, he got to come out john black got to come out and uh, brew with me that's not, cool, man. Not to make a joke or anything, but uh, I, I have brewed beer once. Uh, <laughs> this was a long time ago. Uh, very crappy beer. Um, it was the Mr. Beer. Do you know okay. what I'm about? Yeah. The Mr. Beer that you can run into Bed Bath & Beyond or He's whatever. trying not to laugh. Brew your own beer. Didn't like, they come with like a plastic-looking keg yes, thing? Yeah. Yeah. Plastic keg. <laughs> I was you, like, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised on how many brewers actually got started with that. Because yeah. they got so frustrated with that little kit, they actually went to a homebrew store and got the real stuff. Well, I, I got frustrated with it. I was like, I mean, okay, it tells you how to do it. So I did it and all this stuff like that and bottled it up and put it in the fridge, opened it up. And it was not bad. 
but there was no carbonation. That was that was the biggest <laughs> kick. There was no carbonation, and there were quite a bit of solids uh, <laughs> floating around in the bottom of it. So I was like, oh, maybe beer brewing is just not my uh, forte. And I switched over to barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And just awesome. drinking somebody else's beer, yeah, pretty much, right? Correct, yes. yeah. That's hey, always nice. nothing, nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing yeah, it's like the, you're talking about the Mr. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was like the first one to try it. Yeah, yeah. I invited Jan over. Come on, man, try this beer. Try this beer. I was like, oh, so. Mm, well, I, I like beer a little bit colder, and I don't know the science behind the 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 beer, but pulled out of the fridge, it was just very flat. But if I let it sit out to get closer to room temperature, it got more carbonated. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, the warmer uh, liquid gets, uh, the more it releases the CO2. It won't stay in solution as well. So. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. Maybe you <laughs> brewed like something should be served around 60 degrees. Quite possibly, yeah. yeah. I don't know if anything should be served around no. 60. I, I like cold beer. I do too. I do too. <laughs> exactly. So do you cook at all? Do you barbecue at all? Man, uh, I've got I've got a little Traeger that I play around with some, but like since Christmas, my wife got me a Blackstone, and that's been my life since uh, December. A flat that's, top, yes. yeah. What are you um, cooking on that thing? Man, everything. <laughs> I'm doing Philly cheesesteaks. I'm doing fajitas. Um, uh, what did I? I'm doing fried rice. I mean, I'm just. Oh yeah, I'm going. Yeah. You got to do it all, right? Yeah. Like I've been to Benihana's. Yeah. I know <laughs> I what to do, do now. I, I saw do what you did. It's not that Look, difficult. Please. I can make the heartbeat. Okay. <laughs> I can do the the choo choo train thing. I got it. Right. I did the onion thing. Right. I, I haven't gotten in on the tricks yet, but the the food's good. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, we just did. Um, we well, we did a couple of. Uh, we we're we're on. We do TikTok, right? So okay. we're always posting and whatever else. Uh, but but we have a. Uh, what did what, you call it, John? It's an Oklahoma burger? Yeah, Oklahoma. Because somebody burger, called yeah. it that. I don't like calling it that. Okay, we've already t- discussed yeah, uh, yeah, you don't but, like the name. But Texas we did a, um, it's a smash burger. Okay. But we throw a bed of onions down, and then we smash the burger on top of the onions, and it caramelizes. And when you flip, you have these perfectly caramelized onions, right? Super good. So I did. we did this. So we have a buddy who lives up in Granbury, mm-hmm. um, Texas, and he saw the video goes out and buys a Blackstone because of how good the burger looked. And he yeah. told his wife, he's like, I got to make, I got I to gotta, I gotta get a Blackstone. So he calls me. He's like, how do you season this thing? I didn't even know why you bought it. And I was like, oh, you're going to love the burgers. He's like, that's why I bought it. I, I saw your video and I, I had to have one. I'm like, that's great. I know this story. I, yes. I, well, you weren't here last week. I actually said the thing last weekend. But you brought Blackstone, so I had to share it again. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Ever since I got that Blackstone, it's like I'm obsessed with that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't I, done a smash burger yet, though. Li- listen, I here, I got to get a smasher. Off, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Offline, I'll keep the volume low, but you you'll you'll watch this thing, and it's going to it's going to be eye opening. Yeah, listeners, watch along. This is yes. This yeah. is valuable content. I do, <laughs> I do find myself every time I'm cooking, I'll just chop up some onions just to caramelize them all there because yeah. I've yeah. got so much room on it anyways, and yeah. I like caramelized onions. They're so good. Like a, as a kid, you don't like onions. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a thing. I don't know what it is. I it's mean, there's probably taste. a few kids out there. I I like onions, but uh, my daughter, I was like, I, I'll make burgers or whatever. Onions, uh, hamburger steaks, make make the whatever with the. She's like, I. What is that? Is that onion? I can't eat that. I'm like, okay. I was like, then I give her something that I use, like onion powder and flavor. It's like, you realize the flavor that you're getting 
it's because of the onion, onion right? and yeah. these vegetables that are in this. She's like, no, I don't want it. I was like, you just want to eat just plain hamburger meat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Well, ruin me with onions with McDonald's because they're all little bitty slivers just and there's thousands of them on one little bitty burger oh, i'm pretty sure they're raw hydrated yeah. Yeah. yeah they're not yeah, yeah. They're for a long cooked. time i thought it was like little rice grains in right there. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. so have you done any like uh briskets or anything on that trigger or yeah i have i'm not the best i'll play around with it every time i see a brisket maybe uh on sale uh but i don't i don't i haven't uh put that much time into my brisket uh smoking you're too busy making beer. If I were you, I'd have your Traeger sitting right outside the door here and smoking a brisket while you're brewing. True. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. I've thought about, actually, it was funny. I've thought about buying a smaller Blackstone just to keep up here. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you should. You should. Hey, uh, can you, I, I, look at like a barbecue beer. Like, all beer goes with barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. But is there a barbecue beer? Like, I mean, you, you got, like, smoked, uh, yeah. smoked lagers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a. I was. I, we talked about this. I don't know. You probably don't. You were probably drunk. Uh, Kendrick Barbecue. He he teamed up with somebody out there in California. They did. I don't know what they smoked. If they smoked the hops or the barley or what that. I don't know. I don't know. Most how that of the works. time, it's um, um, smoking the uh, the the malt, the barley malt. Uh, actually, back in you know the old days, whenever they malted grain, they had to use fire to um, kiln it to mm-hmm. stop the. Uh, the process, you know, and um, actually, you know, caramelize or whatever, and a, almost all beer at one time has smoky flavor to it because mm. of that. Uh, it's kind of like the peat, um, you know, scotches and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a there's a brewery in town that I think they get their they they send malt to like four different uh, barbecue places and then put it into one beer. Wow, that's awesome. Wow. Well, when you're ready to do a smoked one. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. John's got a uh, John. John's a thousand gallon. No, I'm sorry, five hundred gallon smoker. Oh, nice. And a two hundred fifty gallon smoker that sits side by side on, on a trailer. Yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah. We ridiculous. Can, we can drag it up ridiculous. here one day. It's definitely a yeah, a it, showpiece. Uh, we, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it is very very nice. It, it probably holds like from both pits. I don't know, maybe sixty briskets or something. Fifty briskets. It's a lot. At one time, I inherited a 500-gallon uh, propane uh, smoker because my in-laws moved. My father-in-law, he built it. He's a, he's a welder. And I just I couldn't do it. Like It took me a tree to uh, freaking smoke <laughs> a brisket, yeah. a brisket, because I'm like, who am I cooking for? Yeah. And so I, I ended up ba- passing it on to my brother-in-law, but, and he's done a lot more with it. But, yeah, I could appreciate that. Yeah, that's cool. Here's the, uh, that's, the, that's the smoker. Oh, nice. That's one side of it. Yeah, it's got, got a whole other side on the other side. That's a huh. 250 gallon. Yeah, Johnny and June. Yeah. Yeah, we should. That's a nice rig. Roll it up here and we'll throw out some briskets. Yeah, we'll cook some hot dogs on it. We're supposed to do <laughs> um, We're supposed to do the thing with the Lions Club. Was it Lions Club? Yeah, it's it's being rescheduled. Yeah, the freeze ha- the, the freeze happened, but we were we were going to cook. Um, the fundraiser. Type yeah, deal fundraiser here. to get back to like. Uh, I guess it, I guess it was, what was it, the fire department, police department, first responders, nurses, whatever, just just creating plates, and getting plates out to oh, people cool. that whenever I don't know. So uh, I got a question uh, here in Pearland. I mean, we're certainly familiar with Backfish Brewery, mm-hmm. and we can purchase your beer locally. Um, Distribution wise, for you guys, uh, how far is your reach? We are all over Houston. Okay, uh, we're in HEBs, Total Wines. Okay, um, we're. Uh, 
there might be in a couple like mom and pops like uh dnq uh mini martin in houston if you've never been there it's the craziest thing it's an old looking gas station but instead of like you know how you got all the snacks and stuff like in the middle aisles of a gas station mm-hmm. it's all craft beer oh wow that that's sounds awesome. Awesome. Where's this at? it's uh it's I mean, I couldn't. I can't tell you the exact location, but it's it's over by Montrose near Westheimer okay. in that area. Okay, very cool. Um, but yeah, okay. it's, it's a place. To so, check if we out. have any listeners outside of the Houston area, is there any way for them to get your beer? Um, I mean, we go out as far as um, I think as north as the Woodlands. Uh, we're in Katy. We're in a couple places in Katy. We're down in Lake Jackson, uh, mm-hmm. Galveston. Um, we had distribution out in uh, San Antonio that kind of dried up. Uh, last year with covid everything just kind of slowed down with that yeah hopefully we get back out there again um but as i mean if you get if you got an h-e-b around ask for us yeah they'll stock us yeah that's the thing right yeah. that's that's very key that's what i love about h-e-b is that when you go there and they don't have something like beer it could be anything you're like hey can you stock this if if they see a need for it or whatever they will stock what you want right mm-hmm. so that's why H-E-B's got to be king. And, and yeah. I, I like H-E-B just for the fact that they, they support local. You know, if, oh, yeah. it's a, if it's a Texas product, they're probably going to carry it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's almost like um, like what, what, what basically what Bluebell does. Have you seen their process? Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, they, they will only source the ingredients uh, for, like, you know, locally. They try to do, like, a, there's a radius they use or whatever. But And then they're always constantly checking so let's say they bring something outside that radius in if it doesn't meet the standard it goes down the street to like uh dryers ice cream it doesn't go they, they, they won't take it i'm serious yeah and they'll tell you like send it to blue buddy yeah they'll, they'll, they'll send it there like hey you can go and get that over there like that's what you want but we're, we're not taking that quick little story and i don't know if it's bluebell uh, but there is a guy that is like this master taster that this any he I've seen videos of him and I don't think it's Bluebell but he was tasting ice cream um, and he had like a golden spoon <laughs> and he would job. go around and he would taste the ice cream and he can give you every ingredient in that ice cream by just one simple spoonful it's like an ice cream sommelier yeah wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to be a beer cool. he may work for Bluebell he's like nope send that shit down the dryer was so. he a large human being yeah. I don't know I usually so dryers ice cream. There's in Houston here. They have a big plant here. Oh, did they? I didn't yeah. know that. So I, I used to do some work at that plant every month. I had to go out there and do some checks and whatever. And um, they were always testing. So really cool thing about them. They had a uh, which I do think y'all should do. We already you have a tap room right here, like whatever. Uh, but they had ice cream bars in their offices. So <laughs> if you're like by the like the printer. Right next to that would be an ice cream bar where you could open the cooler up and pull an ice cream sandwich out or ice cream, whatever, close it, go back to your desk. Like, it's in the middle of the office. You're not saying like they should have room. ice cream here? Is that what you're saying? I'm <laughs> saying they already have the beer here, <laughs> whatever. But uh, they're always testing new things, new beers. Or, I'm sorry, uh, new ice creams. And one of the things that it was the most disgusting yet oddly satisfying, uh, be- uh, I keep saying beer, ice cream. And it was a, it was a, Jalapeno, um, like that when, sounds wasn't fajita, but it was a jalapeno. It was like a, <laughs> it was really it was like a meal mm-hmm. ice cream. W- one bite, I was like, I disgusting, but yet at the end, I was like, I feel like I just had a meal. I feel like I just ate something. I don't know. It did not. It did not go over well. It, it was there was gallons and gallons, thousands of gallons, right, just in these bins sitting in a freezer that nobody could. Was like, we just take it and walk out and 
try it. Or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Speaking of jalapenos, one thing I don't get down with is like the spicy beers. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've really had any of those. I like the jalapeno habanero yeah. beers and yeah, stuff. I don't either. know. They, I don't know yeah. So you didn't try ours? I was you about to say. One? I haven't tried they, it. They almost poured you a hottest of five. Oh. I didn't even know there was a hottest of five, hmm. but they chickened out and said no. <laughs> <laughs> now we, uh, we played around um, uh, during the chili cook-off. I was like, well, let me make a chili beer. <laughs> so I threw some uh, jalapenos and some habaneros in, uh, in the highest of fives. I've, I aged it on it for a couple of days and then kegged it. Came out, I, I liked it. it. Didn't It's not overly spicy. but uh, I didn't know you had it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to go try yeah. it. I'm going to try it. Speaking of ice cream, have you seen the folks, uh, it's all over social media, doing these uh, like beer floats? They're using like stouts mm-hmm. and putting ice cream in it? No. It sounds amazing to me. Like, I want to try it. I'm, sh- I'm sure my stomach will be so messed up the next day, but <laughs> I think it's worth it. Yeah. I know my stomach James, will be James, you going to try it? Yeah. James is lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to um, ask you guys earlier. I wonder if you work for Bluebell and you're lactose. I mean, is that – do they test that for that on the like the interview or something like that? Yeah, if you're lactose like you're, intolerant. You're lactose, you, no, you can't. <laughs> no, hey, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, no, keeping. Uh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> they don't have to worry about you fine. stealing. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's true. That's the guy that uh, tries to eat all he can. What, what was it? Yeah. People that work he sells at, more. Yeah, right. At, at Budweiser, they used to get. They used, somebody told me this, but they they had like eleven master brewers or sixteen, whatever it was. Or, but they used to be able to. Every person that worked there took home like a twelve pack a day. Mm-hmm. You, you could take home a twelve pack of beer a day, and you go to these people that worked there, go to their houses, and they would have like they they would have like uh, like garages. Full of Budweiser, because they every day they took home a twelve pack, <laughs> and, and like they didn't drink it, but they're like, I'm not, it's free, I'm taking it home. Yeah, I have to take it. Why wouldn't like they give it to it their up. friends? Right. Well, I'm sure they did, but that's why they that, they walk in their garage, they have like, you know, sixty twelve packs sitting in there. Right? Oh man, we had an intern uh, last summer, and we had a a pallet of beer that um, delivery drivers neglected for whatever reason, and it got old dated, so we're not going to put it out in the market. So we were going to throw it away. He's like, can I have it? <laughs> and he starts taking like cases, like tens, twenty cases. He's throwing these crazy. He, he was a college kid, you know. He's, <laughs> and uh, they're drinking like eight percent double IPA. That's what it was. Oh, it was like, yeah. right there. He was <laughs> like, my friends. They, they're like, oh, once you get a couple down, it's good to go. Like, you're just, it's you're not right. so difficult. Yeah. It's so popular. <laughs> we, we did we did a story last week. Uh, I, I guess they recently discovered the the oldest brewery. Um, known to man so it's uh, about i don't remember what the date was uh i think they said about five thousand years old hmm. i mean they, they went back all the way all yeah, the way back to egypt, egypt right uh on the nile and so they're they're excavating this site and they're discovering all this stuff um they they have calculated and figured out that well that they could brew i think there was 59 uh 5900 gallons of beer was their their capacity hmm. and i mean i'm like that's that's a lot, uh, but your story about Budweiser letting people take twelve packs home. Whatever. Yeah. Back in the day, in that particular period, it was used as currency, and day laborers and and people were given beer as payment. And uh, at that time, twelve pints was a payment for a day's work. So how y'all fools pay me when I yeah. do work for y'all? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I get so paid in beer because I'm gonna go buy it anyways. So just give me oh, some beer. I love it. I Liqu- love it. Liquid bread. Yeah. Liqu- yeah. Pretty much liquid bread. Yeah. Hey, kids, drink your beer. Yeah. No, back then, not now. No, do it now. 
Good now. Liquid beer. Or beer, bread, yeah. I Very like cool. So are we doing a um, beer review? Are we doing a beer review? Let's do the hottest of five beer review. I'm down with that. Yeah. Can we, we, can do a, can we do like a, like a small like Yeah, a we, got, we got small tasters. We can Whatever. Do we can yeah, do a yeah, beer yeah. review? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. So I, I, this is the grabbing and the Brisket. Beer review. <laughs> you like that, right? Yeah. I, like, I loved like, it. What? <laughs> Move over, boys. To Mazzy. Mazzy. That's right. Yeah. Starting hey. a barbershop quartet. Yeah. Right. Very into the road. Do what? Yeah. So Caleb, why don't you tell us what we're about to try out here, man? This is uh, what uh, we call hottest of fives, and uh, it's our highest of fives blonde that we aged on a uh, a, a number of uh, jalapenos and uh, habaneros mm-hmm. peppers. Okay. And uh, yeah. Mm. Sounds Ooh. amazing. I'm going to say Ooh. this is like the best smelling beer ever. Dude, it, it smells smell The dry bite. So I call it a dry bite when you're like, <laughs> it smells great. Right? That's the dry bite? The dry bite smells Definitely, it's peppery. Like mm-hmm. a, you definitely get a jalapeno. I think I need smell. a tortilla with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, I've actually thought about uh, doing a michelada with uh, one of Ooh. these. That would be good. Speaking my language, really you ever marinate some fajitas with this? I haven't, but uh, the, you know, this is uh, this was just one of our small batches, but it's gone over so well. Who knows? Might, might, uh, yeah. this, this thing needs to go into a bowl of chili. When you're making chili, this needs to be like the the ingredient oh, you yeah. use. This well, smells that like was something. the inspiration. I was like, if we're going to have a chili uh, competition, I need yeah. something with some spice on tap. Hey, I cannot believe the white chili one. Oh, this is... Just uh, <laughs> leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Let that marinate for you people. I don't know if y'all tried this yet, but this fucking shit is good. Is it, it is yeah. good, okay. it's I will say. not what I thought it was going to uh-huh. be. Okay. All right. But it's good. But this is very, very let's drinkable. Let's review our scoring system real quick, just so you know. Mm. So obviously a 10 is, I think Alden's the only one who gives 10s. <laughs> perfection. Uh, it, it, only perfect. if it's a perfect. Alden never gave a 10. Yes. I only gave a 9.9 one. Yeah. Yeah. I had to give it a 9.9. <laughs> a 5 is like a, it's a middle of the road. Like for us, for me, I drink Coors Light all the time at home. Yeah. That's a 5. It's, they can just drink it, it's fine, I'm not going to pass it up, I'm not, you know, yeah. going out it's, of my way for it. It's a good beer. It's like, fine. I buy it. Yeah, it's, right? it, at a five, you're okay. still buying it. Yeah. Anything above a five, a six is good, seven's very good, uh, eight is great, nine is like excellent, and then ten is perfect. Just so yeah. you know, for your well, reference, zero not really. But we don't give even scores. <laughs> well, that's, that's, a, that's, a that's a rookie score. score yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Hey, I watch one bite challenge. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Hey, that's right. That's right. Dave Portnoy over there. All right. El Presidente. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what I like about this? So I was talking about all the ones I don't like. They usually are just like so spicy that you just can't like even drink a whole. Right. You can't can enjoy of. it. Yeah, no. this it's, is just like it's just can, got the hint in you there. You taste you know? the a little spice, but you yeah. can taste. But it, you, you can get a little burn down. I get a little bit, but yeah, you I mean, taste yeah. the flavor. Yeah, yeah, you can taste the it's flavor. It's not just all heat. It's just not overbearing. Kind of like your pickles. Yeah, I'm right. allergic to jalapenos, and I love this. Right. No, right. Right. <laughs> oh no! I tell you, James actually has he has developed a recipe for pickles. And uh, well, even pickled jalapenos, whatever anything. else, pickles, anything. Hey, Habaneros. these things are taken off for him. They are amazing. Like, they are. Uh, yeah, uh, have to bring amazing. you a batch. Yeah, Next yeah, for it. sure. You know, we, uh, we do a pickle beer. Okay, nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, we actually make pickles here. Okay. Yeah, um, when I, we had to put the kitchen in because of COVID, you, know, you can't get COVID if you're eating. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or sitting down. So, uh, our, my uh, my boss Chris, the owner, he uh, he's got a, a a pretty great pickle recipe. We make our own. Uh, we brought our own pickles here. 
Yeah. And then I take the juice after they're done with it, and I make a beer with it. That nice. sounds awesome. Dude, maybe yeah, I can nice. partner up. Hey, right. I'll bring you some of my uh, my habanero pickles. I forget that was my idea. Dude, they are, they're, not, they're not spicy. You think they would be? <coughs> they're, they don't. Whatever. But man, you eat, we eat one. And you're like, how do I take the whole thing? Yeah. Like, how do I get the whole thing? Like, you're. Uh, Emilio, uh, Emilio. He, he ordered one batch, and the next thing he called like a week later, ordered 12. Oh, well. <laughs> He's like, yes. I need 12. Yeah. Like, it's, it went that Just whatever. straight up jalapenos, pickle, I mean, habanero. You can the eat kids everything. eating the jalapenos. Yeah. It's, it's like awesome you whenever you make something like that. It oh, just, yeah. You know, yeah. People just, yeah. 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 I can't keep up with the demand. But right. this is the beer review. This yeah. Okay. 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 So is all the heat, is all the heat coming from jalapeno? Jalapeno or? and habanero. Habanero's in here, too. Okay. There's, cool. there's a... I put half as many habaneros as I did the jalapenos. I, mm. I like uh, habaneros. You get kind of a citrusy flavor from them mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. So. I think the spiciness good. on this per- it's, it's, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good perfect. with the lager. I, we did the, uh, what was it, the Deadhead Chili Porter. It's a stout. It's a little, and that one was spicier. But I think with the stout, we, we liked it a little spicier. I think with the, the lighter beer, this is like. It's I wouldn't perfect. marinate stuff in this already. I'm already thinking, <laughs> like, I put fajitas into this. Right. Just dump some fajitas, boom, let that go for a day, pull it out, season it up. Yeah. Grill. Is this going to be a seasonal thing? or is uh, Right now, just it's a just, a one, one just a one-off. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I made it for uh, that occasion, that chili cook-off. Um, it might come back. Can you get a crowler of it? Uh, if there's that much left, yeah. <laughs> See, Jan, you got to jump on it. Hey, I know. I'm going to buy one. i got to... <laughs> I'll do some cooking this weekend. Yeah. So okay. So where are we at? Let's start where are we at? Who, who wants I'll, to go? I'll go first. Yeah. yeah. As the guy oh. who was saying he didn't really like spicy beers. Yeah. Uh, so I think it definitely helps. It, it's with the highest of five, which is like probably one of my top three beers that you guys make. I love it. Uh, I'm gonna give this one an eight point eight. Which Michael Irvin, I like it. Uh, it's, an eighty-eight. Uh, it's super super tasty. Wow. Uh, I I I really like it. I mean it's. It, the hot spiciness is like just perfect. It's like the perfect level. I can actually drink the whole thing. You know, it's not an issue. So, I'm a big fan of this one. I feel like I'm on one of those cooking shows. Where right? Yeah. Put it out there. Y'all are gonna fix it up. Yeah. 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 We're, we're judging, now. man. We're right. judging. It's funny because we talked about this. Like, should we do a review? It'd be kind of awkward. Look, right. just be honest. Just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Just just not, just I, I go yeah. through this every day when I give Chris. I'm like, all right, man. Here's the new one. Taste it. And I just sit there. I'm like, come on, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jan's fixing and go off on you here in a second. Are so. we going clockwise or count? Whoever wants to jump in, I would go next. I um. I like the beer. I really do. We couldn't tell because when you first took a sip, you're like, I like this beer. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. I'm right around there with Matt. I mean, honestly, it's, I mean, it's good. It's the spice level on it. To me, it's perfect. Um, even drinking, it's, it's weird. You drink something that's cold and it still can be hot. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's strange. But I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 9.1. 9.1. Oh, it's a great awesome. score. Yeah. It is a great score. I don't, yeah, that's a. On a 50 point scale. <laughs> Damn. You know, this is coming from the guy that only drank Bud Light a year ago. Yeah. But when I say only Bud Light, only Bud only Light. Bud oh, Light. Wow. Any other beer you give him, he was like, tastes like crap. I don't Unless like you ran out of Bud Light. And, yeah. and then <laughs> if he was strong, he'd, he'd have yours. to. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what, water? for sure. I need to drink water. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yep. Uh, so what I like about this beer is one that it, it is a. It's a jalapeno. It's a spicy beer, right? It's it's what it's meant to be. I love about this is that it, it has the flavor. I've I've had some beers that, man, it really didn't have the the jalapeno flavor to it, but mm-hmm. yet 
it just was so gritty in your throat. You're like, right. it's hard to it's drink. You're like, yeah. what is happening here? Like, they just yeah. dump right. like cayenne or they just Serrano something. something. I don't yeah. know. Just to make it hot. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't whatever. But I, so, and I saw something else is like, once you smell it, it's like having a good stout. You smell the stout, you, you kind of have an idea how the body is. You know how it's going to hit the mm-hmm. palate, whatever else. This one really surprised me, to be honest with you, because you smell it, you're like, okay, this is going to be kind of weird. And so you're expecting one thing, but once it hits the palate and it, you clear it, you're like, what just happened? This is really, really, really good. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I'm as high as Alden uh, on, on the beer. What was yours? A 9.1. You're an 88. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's got to take another <laughs> sip. Every time, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Spit it out. This is 8.9. It's an 8.9. It's not an 9.0. It's not an 9.1. It's an 8.9. 8.9. Right there. This okay. is like, I would, I'm, if you have a case of this, I'm going to buy a case of this. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's really good. Thank you. Way better than Coors Go Light. for it, John. Ah, shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> that, yeah, the smell for me was like, that's the best. I, for me, and I don't know if you guys have had the, the jalapeno Cheetos. Oh yeah, that's what it smells like to me. Like it, it smells well. Yeah, it does smell like jalapenos, but it smells like jalapenos. Like right, right, you get right, that right, smell right. of fresh it, cut jalapeno. Yeah, it's like that smell is like shit. That's good. Normally, yeah. I can't even smell jalapenos because it really does mess with me a little bit sometimes. But uh, that's good. It smells fantastic and it tastes good. When you first drink it, it's like it mostly tastes. I mean, you could taste a little bit of uh, the jalapeno, mostly lager, and then you get that tingle at the end. And uh, just the right the amount too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the tingle. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> What's your score? Um, you, want, you want to taste it again? Two I already tasted oh, all of mine. He, he drank Can the I whole taste yours? <laughs> you taste mine. Good. Uh, I'll go 8.1. What is it? 8.1. 8.1. Terrell Owens. I like it. 8.1. It's, 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 it's Terrell Owens. Very good. All right, is James. it my turn now? Yeah. yeah. Right. You're the, you're the so now I'm not trying to bring everything back. Oh, uh, this guy. He's going to drop, oh, gonna drop that. I'll cut this out. Let's this guy. Right. Get back, <laughs> snap back to reality here. Uh, it's a good beer. Um, of course, I'm not, an huge, I'm not huge on spice. Yeah. This would be a great, I guess, beer if you were pairing it with a like a fajita dinner uh, with chips and salsa, just All a right. nice spice. I don't think so, like James. That. I think this already is the fajita dinner. <laughs> this is the fajita dinner. Or some drink you can in the morning uh, to maybe uh, open up the blood vessels a little bit with the, all the capsaicin okay. flowing. You're saying drinking before work. I like what you're <laughs> saying right now. Yes. Okay? Yes. okay? Before I, I do like the idea of like maybe throwing a little splash of uh, um, uh, tomato, uh, making like a uh, michelada out of Dude, it. That would be perfect. That, yeah. would, uh, that would be awesome. I don't think I can drink more than just uh, this right here is probably perfect a for me. A six pack? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's, hey, that's just me. That's so I'm going to give it a nice, solid. Don't do it. Don't do it, Don't James. give it a rookie score, please. Stab you. 7.0. Oh, God. You're the dumbest you, person man? in the oh. world. <laughs> Dave Portnoy would stab you right now. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. All right, well, Caleb, what do you f- give it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dan. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what I would do different with this, and I don't know if I would do anything different. I, no, I, I, wouldn't. I, I, um, I couldn't do anything different, so <laughs> I just rely on you. <laughs> For this style of beer, a yeah. pepper beer. The only thing I would do different is... Pour it in a bigger glass for me. <laughs> hey, we all ask for small tasters. <laughs> yeah, I could have. I could have put pints. Um, man, um, eight point five. Eight okay. five. 
That's nice. A5. Very nice. An A5 score is like. That's a good. That means you're going to the store. Score. And if, if it's available, you're buying. buying. You're, yeah, you see, you're like, yeah. oh, I gotta get that. Yeah. It's not like you're, yeah. you're, you're like, oh, uh, it's here. I gotta get that. In fairness, even at a seven, a seven is at a seven. A seven very is still good a good score. score. At a seven, that means you find it a very yeah. good beer. Which is this is gonna be probably in our top ten for yeah. sure. See, yeah. like if if this was spicy beer review, like you're gonna judge us just based on what style of beer it is. I mean, I it'd don't know what I could possibly yeah, do. To, yeah, it'd be like nine point nine. It'd be a yeah, ten. Yeah, at I know. That point. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Well, let me yeah. ask you. Let me ask you this, Caleb. Uh, so we see a lot of these craft beers that we review, and uh, I, I believe uh, on your your product as well, uh, all these different like stats. The, the 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 IBUs the IBUs the the mm-hmm. different abbreviations. Uh, can you mm-hmm. run down just a little bit of that on for the people that may not be familiar? Uh, a me, lot of craft too. beer. I don't understand <laughs> some of the shit, abbreviations so. that, that are on well, these um, labels. Like IBUs is uh, the way that we measure hop, um, which is not really a great way to measure it <laughs> because uh, you can have depending on where the hops go in and the process. You can have more bitter or more flavor from them. Is that something you just have to put out to show, like what what the it's IBUs something, is? You know, because people are so used to it, beer but it's snobs. not really. <laughs> beer I snobs. wouldn't even say a beer What's snob that? because it's not really a good indication on what you're going to taste. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I don't say beer snob. It's more like the people at home, are like, oh, only twenty three IBUs. You're like. It doesn't really mean it's not going to be hoppy for you. Yeah, well, a twenty twenty three IBU in a pilsner is a lot different than a twenty three IBU in an IPA. Right. Right. Okay. 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 Nice. So uh, it's it's but anyways it's it stands for international bitter units. So it's it's a way that we measure hops. Um, Like how many IBUs is Bud Light? How many? Probably. Three or four, like it's super. That's what I like. Did you have a dosi dough? I did try one. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. one's about seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's real low too. Nice. I've got to be a little more than Budweiser, but yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like Budweiser too. <laughs> but uh, ABV, uh, you'll see that. That's um, that's the alcohol content. Um, it's funny, you know. Initial for that. Yeah. If it's barrel uh, age, it's going to be high. Right. It, yeah. It pretty much, yeah. If, J- if, if, Jan is a big fan of the ABV. Like, the, 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 the higher it is, like, I look at it like. skews his rating. Yeah. I buy beer now, and I look at it, I'm like, oh, 4.6? <laughs> no way. Right. No. <laughs> if it's not over 5, I'm like, I'm probably not going to drink it. And if I see it like it, if I see a good one, I'm like, it looks good. And it's like 9 or 8, 8 point whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's going in the cart. This is going to be really good. I'm putting this in the right. cart. I had that. Uh, we, we we had some saloon saloon door, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had that uh, ridiculous AF. Yeah. Which is like 11 percent or 12 percent, somewhere around there. Like, I'll drink Coors Light with with the best of them. I'll drink whatever beers, but every once in a while, I'll sprinkle in just a, a higher alcohol by volume beer, and it, and it's like, well, time to go home. Right. I have, yeah. I, I have to go home now. Yes. I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Saloon door for us because that's on it. That's that's always our highest rated beer. I think. not anymore. No. Yeah, they're out. Are they? Yeah. Who beat yeah. A lot of beers. Actually, this one. This one. A lot of beers is up there yeah. too. So. Yeah. It, it's yeah. funny. People now are sending us beer in the. Oh van, really? Which is I don't think you can do that. I think it's illegal. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Wait, well, that's fine. <laughs> they don't say? know our address. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, maybe we can send our um, our listeners um, some Coca Cola. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. that, <laughs> well, um, that we purchased here locally in Pearland to uh, one of our listeners. Right, yeah. Or Pepsi. Ooh. Pepsi, Ooh. yeah. We're, 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 I Dr. guess pepper. I guess Coke is canceled now. Oh, yeah. Oh, you saw the whole. Yeah. Let's not go with that. Let's just do Dr. Pepper at this point forward. No, but it's really cool because John's gotten like cases of of beer in the mail. Really? Right. Yeah. Some that they don't even know about. Man. I just California. <laughs> even the beer in California is trying to come to Texas. That's yeah. I mean that's, that's, that's right. how bad it is. Yeah, maybe crazy. maybe California's got different laws than yeah. Texas. I don't, I don't think so. I think they have more laws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, but so we we do we, we're not what do you call it? We're, we're, we're not, not pandering, right? Oh. We don't pander to the public or whatever else. Uh, but uh, we, we do get a fair amount of seasoning sent to us, uh, barbecue sauces. Or, or people always try, hey, rate, rate and review this sauce. Cook with it. Shoot some videos. What, what do you like? Uh, honeys. We have some honeys being sent to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, one we just tried out, which was the – we did some jalapeno poppers, and we did a, a honey glaze on top of it, seasoned, and then a honey glaze on top. And it, the, it was a mesquite. Oh, it was so good. A fiery what, mesquite. What was the name of that honey? Honey. Lone Star Honey. Lone, yeah, Lone Star, Star Honey. Lone Star Honey. Hey, let me tell you. It'll change your world about what a jalapeno popper should yeah. be, because we, we grill them up, and I'm like, I, I I ate one normal. I was like, it's good. We seasoned up. We have some we have some grabbing the brisket seasonings, uh, so we seasoned up. I eat one. I'm like, okay, went back and glazed one, right? And they, they were super hot, right? So you have to like hold it, but glazed it, let it sit there for a second, took one bite. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> From that point on, I was like, you got to put the honey on it. They. <laughs> put the honey on it. Don't don't eat it like that. Put the honey on it. And everybody else that did, loved it. It puts loved the lotion it. on the skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, especially after this last honey bear we did. Yeah. I would love to experiment with different types. Which, like, I need so much of it. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. Imagine. How much honey do you need? How much do you go through? Oh, man, that... I want to say I put, like, almost 200 pounds Oh, honey? Okay. Yeah. I, heard, I heard the freeze knocked a lot of those honeybees That's right. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a huge, huge thing. Uh, well, bees in general, whatever else. Right. People yeah. that raise bees in this area um, definitely suffered a loss, uh, whatever. Yeah. But have you seen, have you seen, there's a Netflix special on honey. Have you seen this? I haven't. It, it actually, uh, it's the honey industry is, think of like um, the shysters. Right? What you're getting, like when you go to the store and you, you buy the honey, you're not really getting honey. You're not. You're getting a, a, it's a, it's a portion of honey and sugars and everything else to make what they're making. Like when you when you go to the hardware store and you buy the local honey from Pearland, mm-hmm. that is real 100% honey. Right. Uh, it's all dark looking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like. But you have to have like Popeyes honey. Right. <laughs> but you, yeah. So they call it. There's a certain percentage you have to have. Looks- in order, in order for it to actually yeah. be, that uh, you can say I'm selling honey and craft they, honey. They, they've been cra- cracking down on these on these companies because there's one off of like there's these honey farms that you see or whatever that they don't have any bees. They're 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 importing portions of barrels of honey and they're mixing it with their stuff to like quadruple or make ten times the amount of honey they have. The volume, yeah. And then they're selling it right. in jars, whatever else. Uh, it's super intriguing. So that's why I only buy. Uh, I only buy local honey. I, I don't go to the store and buy the the bear. You know, everybody knows the bear honey. Yeah, yeah. that's not honey. Well, they yeah. say it's better for you to buy local anyway because it helps with like 
if you have allergies yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I, I can tell you that. Local, it uh, totally uh, works People that me. are moving to different regions of the, the sense. country or whatever. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, purchase local honey there. As soon as, you, as soon as you get there. As soon as you get there. Buy their and honey. Start, start eating it. It helps with your allergies. You get because like acclimated, you get acclimated to the area. The, 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 the pollen. Like pollen. Whatever all that stuff like that. Gotcha. I did see that we talked about it once on the podcast a long time ago, but there was a beehive that was next to a, I think, a Mars candy plant. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And some people discovered the, these, um, I don't know if it was uh, people that are making their own honey or whatever, or if it was just naturally grown out of the wild, but they found like blue honey, purple honey, red honey, because these bees had gotten into um, <laughs> the, the freaking the dyes, dyes and, dyes and, and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and mixed in with the honey. So you had, they had the different color honeys. That's badass. Mm. Well, it's not killing them. No. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm super intrigued with all of those yeah. things. Uh, also, uh, you remember like 10 years ago, the African killer bees? Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. that? 20 years ago, that was a big thing. We're all going to die. You're, you're, you're worried about it. Like, oh, it's coming through Mexico. We're like, any day now, you're looking Hanging for... Hanging out with the murder hornet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're looking for like bees, you know? Uh, what they've seen now is that they're no longer killer bees. Have you seen this? No. Yeah, no, no, yeah I've, I've read they, about they, this. They, they have regressed been, or something? They've regressed because... Domesticated? Because where, where, where <laughs> they were from, to, to fight for their pollen and their nutrients, whatever else... They had to become so aggressive, uh, aggressive probably, right? Yeah. So here it's w- just once they colonize in these yeah. southern southern Mexico's and and uh, Americas and Brazil's whatever else all the way through, that they're flourishing, but they don't have to be so aggressive. Now they're like honeybees. Oh, chilled out. How freaking cool is that? <laughs> so what you're yeah. saying Weird. is it's kind of like those America cocaine hippos. is like the land of the fruit and honey. Yeah, not the hippos. Get those oh. hippos out of here. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But yes. The cocaine hippos. The cocaine, cocaine hippos. hippos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you caught Escobar that Escobar hippos. Yeah. 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 So, but yes. So now people go up there and like they just smoke them a little bit and pull the honey. That sounds Now awesome. we got those angry murder hornets. I don't know where they came from, but I'm sure they're going to. They came acclimate. from Australia or Africa. They're going to acclimate to the United I States. They were Asian. And they're like, I don't know. Holy shit, this country's great. Or Asia. Anything. Chill out, Tom. I think they were Africanized. They Africanized. Here's the deal. Anything like lions, Africa, uh, box jellyfish, that's in Australia. Anything that's dangerous in this world comes that's from Australia. Africa or <laughs> Australia. Well, everything Sharks. in Australia is trying to kill you. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Spiders, snakes, yeah. funnel web spider, the, mm-hmm. the freaking ants that can jump like six feet, <laughs> and the ones that have the, the, the bite and the, the sting. Yeah. Bullet, like bullet, a bullet ant? Bullet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bullet ant? I don't want any part of that. How about they have a tree if you get stuck or whatever by it? It'll kill you. How about that? No, thank tree. you. Yeah, yeah, a tree. Yeah, just look at and it. They have a, I think, <laughs> I think, I think it, it produces a fruit on there that is very uh, good or something. So people still, people die from this damn tree. Like, yeah. Hey, we talked about it on the, uh, one of the earlier episodes in Australia. They also have the kookaburro bird. Which the, loves say it again? kookaburro. Oh, yeah, it'll eat to it. It loves barbecue. Yeah. Like the, the the bird that we talked about that, oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that yeah, was hanging yeah. around a barbecue restaurant for like months. Dude, I mean, <laughs> he couldn't fly anymore. And the patrons are just the, the, just giving him meat and sausage and all that stuff like that. So he got so fat he couldn't fly anymore. <laughs> but I feel like that he was just living his best life. And then these yes. freaking conservationists just they just came in. They're like starved him for a while. Yeah, they gave him like bird feed and grain and stuff. Here we have to lose weight so he can fly again. I think he was perfectly happy just not flying. Yeah, uh, he probably could. just wanted to be a penguin. <laughs> Without the ice, for sure. I identify as a penguin. <laughs> uh, that's 
great, yeah. man. That was great. That but was I think I think so. They actually rehabbed the bird. He flew away. Back to the freaking yeah. barbecue restaurant. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. what I've done. Uh, man, this has been so fantastic. I mean, I love being here at the Backfish Brewery doing this podcast live. Live, we appreciate Caleb Wilson and Backfish for giving us an opportunity to come over here and do a little recording. Maybe we can sneak our way back on here. Maybe next weekend, next uh, <laughs> weekend or all the weekends. Uh, we thought we were doing this yeah. tomorrow. I mean, and hopefully we can, because uh, we have a lot of listeners that are uh, not just uh, here local in Texas, but all across the United States and right, even right. all across the world, like uh, Australia. So maybe some of our Australian friends, maybe we can uh, send you a, a, a case of pop or something. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Anything else that you want to discuss? Uh, I know we got uh, the anniversary coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So anybody here in the Houston area, uh, please come, come by. On out uh, back please fish, support man. these yeah. guys yeah, uh, sure. doing this local brew. One other thing. Do yeah. you guys like to Easter egg hunt? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We actually have an adult Easter egg hunt here every year. Okay. Oh, really? It's called Beerster. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, April 4th. We give away prizes like uh, instead of just candy and the eggs and stuff, it's gift cards or beer and stuff like that. I would so, think there would be like shots like in the eggs. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we put full cans of beer out. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's that's awesome. even better. <laughs> even better. Nice. Does it get as competitive as young kids trying to go after candy? Yes. I get a bit more even, competitive. Even more yeah. competitive yeah. because, you know, you're going after like actual like prizes and money right. and beer. All I know is strapping on a helmet. I, mean, I would much hey. rather get a uh, cheap sunglasses than a uh, Snicker bar. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Uh, I'll yes. tell you right now, some 70-year-old man getting my way but <laughs> knock his old ass out, right? I'm getting my damn I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. No, you're not. Uh, come out here and work as a team. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's good. Oh, that's great. That yeah, sounds I'll, awesome. I'll probably be here for that, yeah. actually. Why not? No, it's a fun time. It like... We we throw out hundreds and hundreds of uh, eggs and they're gone in like is that on minutes. A, you yeah. said what April fourth? Yeah, April fourth. Is that a Saturday? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Hey, do it like on a Monday where we have to go to work on a Tuesday <laughs> yeah. or Sunday, right? That's just mean. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, That's can we good. get a shout out to the owner Chris? Uh, I don't know what his last name is. Chris Saichi. Yeah. Chris Saichi. Okay, and uh, is it Ava? Uh, Avery. 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 Mm-hmm. Thanks for setting this up. Yeah, yeah definitely. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for, oh, for sure, yeah. doing this. And uh, oh, yeah. I love the beer that we've had today. Thank you. So, seriously, thank you for this. Super, super cool. Very cool. Are you going right. to finish that? Uh, Matt's, pick, finish Matt's got the tab, by the way. So. <laughs> right, I got so y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb's like, uh, can y'all just uh, uh, close out when you guys leave? Yeah. Can y'all not come in here again? Y'all drink a lot of beer. <laughs> no, this has been fantastic. So That's been great, really man. appreciate it. Enjoyed talking beer and barbecue with you guys. Yeah, dude, learned a lot of stuff about beer today, you know, and a lot of people don't know what, obviously none of us really know what goes into this process. You know, I just see stuff over here like, man, this is so cool. You know, and you're talking about your, um, you said your large capacity ones and the smaller capacity ones. And, mm-hmm. you know, most people probably think like the 30 gallon one's easier to maintain than the thousand gallon one. Um, mm-hmm. But dude, it's, it's so cool, man. <laughs> this is cool. Thank okay, I'm shutting up. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought we were, I thought we were closing it down. Okay, yeah, 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 I yeah, said yeah, my catchphrase yeah. and I went off for another 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody. We've been great. Dying it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. All right, we would like to give a special thanks to Fogo Premium Hardwood Lump Charcoal, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Coolie Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Cooler, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter and Texas Brew Hopper. 
We appreciate their support. Y'all guys go check them out.